you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It was a really cool day for me. Got up, checked my Twitter account in the morning like I normally do, and I see Keyshawn Johnson following you. And I was like... Let's see if this is the real Keyshawn Johnson. I looked, Keyshawn Johnson, boom. He had former teammates of his in Tampa Bay and New York tweeting, hey, welcome my boy Keyshawn Johnson to Twitter. Keyshawn's following me. This is awesome. And then a day later, deactivated fake account. Ever since I was young, you know, when someone needs help, and you help them out. And um, unfortunately, uh, I didn't end up the way, you know, I thought it would. A couple weeks ago, I actually tweeted something, and I mentioned Christina Hendricks from Mad Men, who I think is just... I don't know. Absolutely. Oh, my God. She's absolutely gorgeous. I've loved her for like years. And I got a tweet back from Christina Hendricks, and I was like, oh! Don't fail me again. But it was a fan site. So, would you say that you had like a five second fantasy? And it oh, was yeah. Dashed? It was. I looked at it, I was like, oh! And then for five seconds, I was like, I'm married. She's married. We can go on a date, and I could still see Zoe on the weekends, and I can do that. And then I was like, oh, no, it's not her. Oh, no! We suck again! This is the Fantasy Cantina. Whether you want blue milk, Greedo gumbo, or fantasy football advice, we have you covered. You're listening to NFL Fantasy Live. I've just shown Michael Fabiano pictures of Christina Hendricks. Now you know who she is? Can't miss her. No, you can't miss her, that's for sure. Oh, I love Christina Hendricks. It is the Fantasy Cantina, and yes, that means anything goes. 888-XM-FANTASY, 888 XM Fantasy, or you want to get in via Twitter with your questions at Sirius XM Fantasy, Sirius XM Fantasy, Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano. Who knows where the next few minutes go? No one does. But let's start with this, Fabs. Tim Tebow is now an ex-New York Jet. It was just a little bit over a year ago we were saying, boy, he's the next breed of fantasy quarterback and makes plays with his legs and give you between 15 and 20 points to start, which is a viable fantasy start. And now... We don't know if the guy's ever going to play again. He might have to go to the CFL. Is there any team, if you could wave a magic wand and say, if Tim Tebow went here, he would have huge fantasy value. What team? Can you think? It's hard. Jacksonville? Just because they have nobody else. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Blaine Gabbard and Chad Henney. 
You know, I mean, they, they drafted uh, Denard Robinson, but they're going to use him as a running back, so he won't be playing quarterback. Maybe Jacksonville? I don't know. Hey, I, I feel bad for what happened with Tebow because the Jets really didn't do him any favors. It was a circus all last season. Then they had the NFL draft. All the teams in the league basically filled the quarterback positions, filled the needs, and then the next day they released Tebow. Not much opportunity out there. Speaking of the Jets, though, and we all know how much you adore the Jets and how much you've made everyone at the NFL hate the Jets. Come on, uh, not everybody. Revis? Let's talk a little Darrell Revis, too. If I can here for a minute, I don't know that I can remember a defensive player being traded that would make such an enormous fantasy impact. Look at the situation now in Tampa Bay. Now, assuming that he's going to be healthy because he's coming off of the major knee reconstruction. But he's going to be playing against Roddy White and Julio Jones twice a year, Marcus Colston twice a year, Stevie Smith twice a year. Then he's got the, the Patriots, Danny Amendola, Larry Fitzgerald, Deshaun Jackson, Percy Harvin, Mike Wallace, Calvin Johnson, Stevie Johnson, and Michael Crabtree all going up against Revis. So all of a sudden, a Tampa Bay team that had given up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers last year is not so much a favorable matchup anymore. Now it's a tough matchup. And remember, they also signed Deshaun Golson from San Francisco, so this pass defense should be even better. Now, on the other side, in New York, you've got Antonio Cromartie. The Jets were very good against the pass last year, in part because everyone ran the ball down their throats, but Cromartie was almost every bit as good of a shutdown corner as Revis had been before he injured his knee. So you have Revis up against the NFC South and a lot of good wide receivers based on Tampa Bay's schedule, and then you've got the Jets who have Cromartie, and anybody that goes up against him in terms of number one wide receivers, they're going to have a tough time scoring fantasy points. So you had two very good corners on one team. Now you've got two very good corners going up against, uh, going on different teams, which is going to make it a lot tougher for the wide receivers in the National Football League. And especially when you talk about what's going to happen with, with uh, Revis and Tampa, because with Cromartie in, in New York, okay, you, you got Buffalo wide receivers, they, you know, Stevie Johnson's there, are you going to play him? You know, maybe not. Mike Wallace, is he going to cover Mike Wallace? Okay. But you, do, you talked about that list of players. Revis doesn't give up anything to anybody. I mean, that's, that's why thing. it's going to Cromartie, be very Cr- interesting to see what yeah. happens with his return. Cromartie still gets beat on occasion, and, and it happens. Mike Wallace beat him bad last year when they played the they played a, a game against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. But you wonder, okay, is Revis going to cover Roddy White or Julio Jones? What do I do? I actually bench one of these guys because Re- I mean, he doesn't give up anything. To, and it's tough to say I'm going to bench one of the best receivers, but when he's going against Darrell Revis, it's kind of hard. You yeah. can't play Michael Crabtree. It's that's, that's not that's you can't week do that. 15. Yeah. And Crabtree's a breakout candidate, even better uh, in terms of numbers than he did last season when he was really non-existent for the first half of the year. Then my boy Colin Kaepernick came in and his, his numbers lit up. Look at you, your boy Colin Kaepernick. I like, love Kaepernick. Hey, my boy Colin the problem Kaepernick. with Kaepernick now is that I'm afraid everyone's going to reach for him like second, third, fourth round, and I'm not going to be able to get him on any of my eight to ten fantasy teams because no. everyone's going to reach for him. Because right now, and he's, you know what? he's just outside Tony, of that top four I'll five. take Tony Romo after the fifth or sixth round. I'll take Stafford, and I'll be laughing to the bank as my running backs and wide receivers will be loaded up, and I'll still have a good quarterback as my number one option at the position. I got a few questions here on Twitter, Jason. Yeah, let me just ask one real quick about Ka- yeah. Kaepernick. Yeah. He's around number six now, right? Number six quarterback fantasy? He's around just he's outside, just outside yes. your top four, just outside the Rodgers right. and Brady he's and Breeze and, 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 and Cam Newton. Talk about too, but go ahead. So, so outside of those top four, those four or five Kaepernick, guys, he's six. right there. Yep, he's right there for you. All right, but very good. You know me; I, I wouldn't draft a quarterback early. If if there was if there was ten Michael Fabianos in a draft, oh, I would draft all ten. No, 
there wouldn't be a quarterback taken until at least the fifth round. <laughs> there would be no quarter. You wouldn't take at a, least you the would, fifth you would, round. You would wait if you were, if there were ten Michael Fox, which is awesome because I'm thinking of like that movie Multiplicity with with Michael Keaton and just ten of you in a room. It would be the that final creepy. The final four picks of your draft would be two quarterbacks, your defense, and your kicker. I know that's the way it would go. That's exactly how it would go. All right, Stephen Maryland's got to keep her question. Steve, go ahead. Hello, Steve. Hey, Yep, got you, Steve. What's your question? Hey, speaking of movies, which one, which movie do you like higher, uh, Braveheart or Gladiator? Braveheart. Yeah, Braveheart over Gladiator. Definitely Braveheart. I, I, I loved both movies, but Braveheart, that was... Yeah, and Braveheart's got the speech. Yeah. And years from now, dying in your beds, I mean, they have that speech. Well, Russell Crowe has... There was Crow a couple of very hold, powerful speeches. Hold. Okay. <laughs> Braveheart. Yeah, that, 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 that's my choice, too. Yeah, All right. Braveheart's fantastic. I am William Wallace. Go ahead. All right. Um, Randall Cobb or uh, Demarius Thomas. There's money involved um, where uh, Demarius Thomas money, talks money, about, about Money involved in our answer? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I got to be honest with you. I, I mean, if you listen to the show last year, I love Demarius Thomas. He was on my Fantasy Man Crush list. I like Cobb, too. He's on this year's Fantasy Man Crush list, but... I, I have to go with Demarius Thomas. It's real close. Well, and also with Welker coming, it's you don't know how close. that's going to take away I from other guys. I honestly don't think it's going to take away from Demarius. Demarius is a different kind of wide receiver. He's the guy who's going to make plays downfield. He's that guy who is going to be the vertical threat, whereas Welker and, De- and Decker are, are sort of more the same kind of wide receiver insofar as they don't go deep. Welker's more of a short, intermediate yardage guy. Decker's a good guy, yards after the catch. I, 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 I like Demarius Thomas. I mean, it's not like Green Bay's wide receiving core is a bunch of slots either. They've got Jordy Nelson. They've got James Jones. They just grabbed a couple of running backs in the draft. So it's very, very close. But Demarius Thomas, to me, is the guy. All right. Thanks, guys. You got it. 888-XM-FANTASY or via Twitter. Hit us up at SiriusXMFantasy. Fabs, you uh, got some questions. You got anything from Christina Hendricks? Anything from her? No. Uh, no, no questions from Christina. Chris Hayes. Ivory is he? Because I know he follows you. Is he? No, I sent him a DM. I haven't heard back from him. Is but, he? Uh, is he fo- you got to get him to follow me. I know Smith. You're you're Come all on, you excited for me after all the lunches I bought you. Here's a qu- well. That's because you always you know wager me that the Mets would be better than the Yankees, and that never works out for you, yeah, my friend. I make bad that wagers. That never works out for you. You definitely <laughs> do make biased bad <laughs> wagers. There's no doubt about it. Um, we got a question here. From Jonas Jacobson on Twitter, who wants to know? Wait, wasn't he Superman? Was he Spider Man's boss in uh, Spider Man? Jonas Jacobson? No, Jonah Jameson. Oh, okay. J. Jonah Jameson was his. He ran the newspaper in Spider Man. Well, he wants to know if Sam Bradford's value has gone up as a result of Tavon Austin ending up in St. Louis. I'll let you answer this one, Smith. You know what? I, I'm always the, the the guy who thinks, all right, this year Sam Bradford's going to be a big sleeper and he's and he's going to break out. And every year I wind up thinking, boy, Sam Bradford's lucky if he's holding on to his job. Mm-hmm. This is the year for him. He's got no – they finally got him some weapons. He's very happy Offensive getting him. Offensive better. Yes, the line is better. This is the year for Bradford. I can see him as a true number two with upside this year. We talk about guys like Geno Smith being number two with upside and EJ Manuel, but those are guys you kind of have to say – well, I'll take them because I don't want to miss out on the next big mm-hmm. thing. Bradford, at least we've seen a little bit of a track record, and he came on a little bit at the end of the year. I think this is the year. He's that true number two with upside. I think he gets drafted in a lot of leagues. All right, Smith, another question for you from Twitter. This is from Harold Baker, and he wants to know, after Adrian Peterson and Arian Foster, which running back should be drafted next? Oh, Adrian Peterson, Arian Foster. I know Arian my Foster. answer. Oh, it's, you know what? 
It's tough for me to not draft C.J. Spiller next. It's tough for me third. to not draft him third. Third? I think he's going to have an incredible Woo. breakout. As good as he was last year, look how high he finished despite the fact he missed some time. I, I really think projecting forward to this year, C.J. Spiller is going to be that guy. Tough wow, me to man. not take Spiller. Oh, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, I, I'm, I'm all over Marshawn. I don't care if they draft the two running backs. It doesn't matter because neither one of those guys is going to put a dent into Marshawn Lynch's touches. I think Marshawn Lynch is the third best back. I like Spiller a lot. I like him a lot, but third overall... That's a little too rich. But Har- Harvin's there, too. They're going to have to throw the ball to him a little bit, too. Uh, you know He's going to get the ball Wilson, in some running plays. Wilson threw the ball you know, a decent amount last season. They're not going to go away from what's working. I mean, even when Wilson was putting up Bongo's numbers, Marshawn Lynch was still... Did you say Bongo's numbers? Bongo's. Well, because the thing is, they were playing the Bongo's and putting up big numbers. Bongo's numbers. What what is the what is the word that Harrison uses all the time that that we we. we always question him about. It. I've got to think about that. I got to think about that in the break. But I, I think he's going to have <laughs> a very solid season. I mean, after two big years, amaze balls. Thank you. Yes, Rob Tuesday coming through. Yeah, I, I, I try to forget a lot of the stuff that Harrison says. Eight 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 XM Fantasy. Eight 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 XM Fantasy. Or on Twitter. Here we go. Uh, come, let me give you a couple fabs. Here yeah. we go. Uh, we do three player keeper. I'm trying to trade Aaron Rodgers for a top wide receiver or a running back. I can get Tony Romo. In my draft, am I crazy to trade Aaron Rodgers? It depends on what the compensation is going to be. What are you going to he get? Says, he says I could get a top running back a top or running a top back wide what? receiver. Arian Foster, Adrian Peterson? He says a top running back okay. or top wide receiver. In that case, if you can get Tony Romo and add Adrian Peterson or Arian Foster or something like that, I'd do it. Why not? I'd absolutely MJD. Do it. If it's MJD, no, do you do it? No, no. If I, it's Spiller, do you do it? No. I, I, I think, really? I think there's, there's probably... Three or four, I would think about Peterson Foster for sure, Marshawn Lynch, and maybe Ray Rice. Maybe Ray Rice. Well, Rice is tough. Just he, keep, keep in mind, Rice. Keep in mind, how many people are hearing Ray Rice's name going? I'm he just worried. killed me the end of the year last eh, year. Well, you know what? It happens. Tom Brady killed some people a few years ago when he had a bad week fifteen, and he, he's actually another player. And uh, we should actually send this out to the people on Twitter and, and to the people listening. Is Tom Brady lost value? His wide receiving core is not that good. I mean, put put aside Gronkowski and Hernandez, obviously. Uh, both guys coming off of injury, uh, by the way. Danny Amendola and who else? Oh, he makes me ner- Amendola makes me nervous. Well, that's Look, what they, they got Amendola- Mike, they, Michael Jenkins and Donald Jones, who don't light the world on fire, and two rookies no. they drafted over the weekend. And Julian Edelman came back, but... That, that's, a, that's a good question to ask people out there, and I'd like to get some responses. If you're listening out there and you want to call 888-XM-FANTASY, what do you think about Tom Brady? Because that is going to be a huge question mark this season. Tom Brady's been one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy football for years. And back in the day, when he was winning Super Bowls, he had like Troy Brown and David Givens. You know, he didn't have like these big flashy wide receivers, but he also didn't put up huge numbers when he was had those guys. He was throwing for like 4,200 yards, 28 touchdowns. He wasn't throwing for almost 5,040 plus. Is Tom Brady's value declining? Would you draft Tom Brady or Peyton Manning at this point? That's a tough, tough call. It is, especially now you have a Peyton Manning who's healthy a year removed from having a year off. He had lost a lot of zip on his ball the end of last year. He's back in a year, a full year of football activity. But I'm still, I'm still going to stick with Brady because look at last year. He didn't have Gronkowski for, for a lot of the season. He only had Wes Welker who... 
did nothing the first four or five weeks, and he still had a typical Tom Brady season. You know, no one else played well. Brandon Lloyd didn't do. You know, they got rid of him. But they had so, Welker, right? But the, well, okay. So you take out Welker, and in theory, you're replacing Welker with Amendola as long right. as he's. But he he scares me because he's he can't stay hurt. healthy. He's always hurt. But if Amendola comes in and is Wes Welker, I think everything's going to be fine with Brady because he still throws for all those yards and all those touchdowns, mm-hmm. despite the fact he doesn't have those big stars. That doesn't have Randy Moss at wide receiver anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm still okay with Brady, but. I'm Amendola. If I'm drafting him, I am so because I know he's going to produce when he's on the field. Mm-hmm. Of course he is mm-hmm. because he's a good player. But is it worth it to have really good production out of him for five or six weeks and then he sits for five or six weeks because he, he hurts his collarbone or he breaks a wrist or he, or, or he hurts his hamstring or something? Yep. The guy can't stay on the field. It's tough for me to draft him. No, and I like him too. He is in, and you could disagree with me here, but I don't think you will. Did he land in the best possible spot for him to be a fantasy superstar? I mean... Oh, yeah. There's there's no better spot. No better spot. Yeah. No better spot. It's all about his durability. In the last two years, he has missed a lot of playing time. A lot of playing time. Two years ago, he missed just about the entire season. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that is a big issue. But again, the Brady topic, you've got Danny Amendola, Donald Jones, Julian Edelman. uh, they, They drafted Aaron Dobson. Michael Jenkins, none of these guys outside of Amendola really spark a lot of fear in opposing defenses. Now, Gronkowski and Hernandez, if they were healthy, okay, I wouldn't be as worried. Gronkowski's coming off of this second forearm surgery, mm-hmm. and if I'm if I'm wrong, uh, correct me, but doesn't he need another one once the infection in that forearm goes he away? Made, and it's, it's, have Drew Rosenhaus says, oh, there's there? no surgery, there might be. And Aaron, right, so... And Aaron Hernandez, he should be ready in time for a week one, but he's coming off the shoulder injury. That's going to be a question a lot of people are going to be asking themselves. Where do you draft Tom Brady? All right, one more question here. Any of that Brady one, you get in a serious XM fantasy. Uh, hey, can you ask Fabs, does his expertise carry over to fantasy baseball too? Well, I'm, I'm saying right here. That's what he wants me to ask you. <laughs> so I'm asking you. How else are you going to no, know? I, I, I've seen you play fantasy, fantasy baseball. Fantasy basketball? I... I I went seventeen and one in the regular season this year, and went nineteen and one and won my my league. Um, fantasy baseball, I got to be honest with you, I, I rely on Tristan Cockrell, my buddy from ESPN. <laughs> I don't know, like I know the big name guys and I know the Yankees, but if you want someone to follow on Twitter. Tristan Cockroft, at Salt in the Stat for fantasy baseball. He's fantastic. You still try to lowball people with baseball trades. You still do the same philosophies. I lowball everybody with everybody. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's how you win. <laughs> That's how you win. There's no, there, you know, there's no love in war in fantasy football or, or fantasy sports for that matter. There, what, there's no love in war in fantasy. You mean there's no love lost? No, 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 no. There's no. Well, you know, we'll get it right. There's no the love or war. There's no love in war. What did in I say? Football. What did I say? I don't know what you said. I'm trying to make sense of it. 88XM Fantasy, Jason Smith. I will, I, no, now I know what it is. I, we'll, we'll talk about it after. The right. I had a brain fart. Michael, oh, wow, we'll play that back from now till the end of time. It's NFL Fantasy Live here. I have a lot of those. From NFL Network. Coming I sit up next, next to you all the time. Well, you should learn more by osmosis just by sitting next to me. We will answer some big quarterback questions all's coming from the draft. in love and fantasy football. That's what I That's meant, what to, say. meant to say. Three minutes later, you finally said it. the wrong way. Okay. We got big quarterback questions, or actually, you have the questions. We have answers from the draft and beyond. Straight ahead, Series 210, XM87.
franchise quarterbacks, number one receivers, and stud running backs. The future stars of fantasy football are on display at the NFL Draft. Now back to the NFL Fantasy Live Draft Recap Show with Jason Smith and Michael Fabiano. From the NFL Network, NFL Fantasy Live, I'm Jason Smith. He is Michael Fabiano. The phone number is 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-963-2682. We're talking quarterbacks. We're going to get to the guys that were taken in the first, second, third, fourth round of the draft. In a few minutes, we're going to talk quarterbacks and who the best guys you can probably count on this season from that new crop. But Fabs had a question a couple seconds ago. We talked about Tom Brady and if he potentially is going to be losing fantasy value this year. Is it Tom Brady or Peyton Manning? And you conducted kind of like an impromptu poll there on your Twitter account when yep. you, you should be getting Chris Ivory to follow me. But instead, I understand you're doing this for the show. Yeah. Uh, how's it come out so far? Manning's winning. It's it's very close. Uh, it's it's a couple of votes, but Manning's winning right now. Well, because Brady lost Wes Welker and Manning gained Wes Welker. I, I know. think that's what people are looking at. I, I understand that. And uh, right now... My top five is, you could probably guess it, it's you know Aaron Rodgers 1, Breeze 2, uh, Brady 3, Camp 4, Peyton 5. And I don't know if that's going to remain the same. The, two, the top two are without question, Rodgers and Breeze. But I'll tell you, there could be some fluctuation there. there. There really could be some fluctuation, especially with how much the Patriots ran the football last year and how successfully they ran the football last year. If you took Manning over Brady, I couldn't argue with you. I don't. I think you could see some fluctuation. I don't think you. I think I'm going to throw Cam Newton in that list of top three. I, I don't know that there's going to be anybody that's going to leapfrog him. Even RG three comes back healthy, or Andrew Luck, or or Manning. I don't see them because as as much as he struggled the beginning of last year, he still was number four overall. Mm-hmm. He still put put together another great season. I think he's become that that almost that untouchable when you talk about that list of guys whose value doesn't move. However, you want to value Breeze and and Aaron Rodgers and Cam Newton, those are going to be your top three guys. I, I, it's tough for me. I, Brady still scored you know almost twenty more fantasy points than Newton last season, and I just I, I feel more confident in Brady than I do in a Cam Newton. And this year, more confident in Brady. I do. I I, I still I still am. Um, you know, Cam Newton is a guy who. Last year at the beginning of the season, well, even up to the midpoint of the season, he, he may have cost you a chance to go to the playoffs because he, his numbers were so inconsistent. Uh, and, and just looking through some of his point totals, he started off the season with uh, 12 points, 25, 10, 31. Then he had 7, 16, 12, and then he blew up. Then he started going crazy. Yeah. Where Brady was a little bit more consistent, it's not like Cam has better weapons in the offense than Tom Brady does, I mean, even still. So we'll see what happens. Cam is all about running the football. That's how he gets a whole heck of a lot of his value in fantasy because his passing numbers are pedestrian. I mean, maybe pedestrian is a little harsh, but 3,800 yards and 19 touchdowns in a day and age when quarterbacks are lighting up the stat sheets, that's, that's not that great. No, it's but, but, but you're he throwing what he's done running the exactly. football, and that's part exactly. of what he does. You yep. know, it's almost like I, I, I feel bad when people try to say, okay, well, yeah, but he got you these rushing touchdowns. It doesn't mean you didn't, you didn't get points for him, you know, just because oh, no, that's, part of his, that's part of his game. Is, is, is why, is, that's why you drafted him. That's why he does, yep. he does so much for you. I, I just think I, w- I would go with Brady still uh, ahead of Cam Newton. The player I may move ahead of, of, of both would be Peyton because of – the weapons that they've acquired in Denver and just that offense could be unbelievable. But it's going to be those five with Rodgers and Breeze one and two and then three through five in some order. 
if RG three is doing jumping jacks and backflips and all this kind of stuff, and he's back and you know week one of the preseason, he's playing great. Does mm-hmm. RG three get back up there that high, or are you still nervous about him? He's right around Peyton Manning uh, and, and Cam, I think. I'd probably go RG three after Peyton Manning, after Cam Newton, and after Tom Brady. But I would have to for I would have to put him ahead of Colin Kaepernick at that point. If he is a hundred percent, and ready to go for week one, he's he's right there with Kaepernick. I mean, remember Robert Griffin the third for a good part of last year was the top scoring player in fantasy football. He was. I, I my concern about him completely is is health because he's not built sure. to to take the pounding that he's got. You look at quarterbacks like Cam Newton and Colin Kaepernick. This is why I'm more confident in them over the long mm-hmm. haul. They're bigger quarterbacks who, when they run the football, you don't have to worry about them taking a hit at a bad angle or some guy really taking a big shot at him. And they're more prone to run the football. Now this means their window of playing well in the NFL is a little bit shorter because when you're a bigger guy, you break down a little bit earlier. But yeah. for these years, you're in your peak. You're in your early to mid. 20s. These guys I'm not too concerned about. Every time RG3 scrambles with the football, if I I'm I'm holding my breath going, just 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 get tackled, just slide, don't get hurt because he's too slight. That's what I worry about him. I I would yeah. take him behind all those guys too. Now I'm not going to say, well, I'm worried about RG3, so I'm going to take Andy Dalton ahead of him, but mm-hmm. you talk about those guys at the top of the list, you're right there. Yeah. Now speaking of the top of the list, got a question here on Twitter, Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano here, NFL Fantasy Live. Here on Series 210 XM87, if I'm in a non-Michael Fabiano league, what quarterbacks are likely to be around for me if I want to wait until the fourth round? And let me, non-Michael Fabiano league, is Fabs never wants to take a quarterback until he absolutely has to because the position is so deep. It's part of his philosophy. So if it's a non-Fabiano league where people are ta- you know, drafting normal, in the fourth round... What do you mean drafting normal? I'm drafting, drafting normal. normal. You're not drafting normal. I'm drafting normal. You're ignoring huge production because you don't want to take a guy that... that, that but I, I can get huge production at the position and not have to waste one of my first four or five picks. I, I, all right. You and I are going to disagree on that. But let, let's go here. Fourth round, if mm-hmm. people are taking quarterbacks as, as they normally would, not, right. not supplying to that philosophy, subscribing yep. to that philosophy, yep. Yep. who are your guys that are around in the fourth round? Well, you'd have to think Rodgers and Breeze are going to go in the first round. You'd have to think Brady and Cam will probably go in the second round. Uh, Peyton, too, will probably go in the second round. Peyton, second or third round. Boy, at, at that point, uh, at the, in the fourth round, I think you're looking at maybe Andrew Luck still being there, uh, maybe Kaepernick still being there, Russell Wilson still being there. Um, Matt Ryan will still be there? Boy, you can't take Matt Ryan in the fourth round. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm completely against this, Smith. I don't like it. He still he had seven more fantasy points like than any quarterback about, last year. Pick, but though. he's going to be there in the fourth round. You, so none of those oh, no, guys. No, no, no. He will be around there in the fourth round. But I, I'm I just not think taking it's too Matt early. Ryan in the fourth round. No. You take Andrew Luck over Matt Ryan. Yes. You would take Tony Romo over Matt Ryan. No. Matthew Stafford over Matt Ryan. No. Nope. Nobody else. I gave you the guys I would take ahead of Ryan. It's Rodgers, Breeze, Brady, Newton, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. My boy, Colin Kaepernick, Russell Wilson, RG3. So if your guys are all gone, if Breeze, Rodgers, Brady, Newton, and Manning are all gone, mm-hmm. and you're there in the fourth round looking mm-hmm. for a quarterback, yep. who's your top two choices? Ryan and Romo. Those are your top two. Ryan. And- if, if the first nine guys off my list are drafted in the first three rounds, and then in it's the fourth Ryan round, and Romo. I decide to go after a quarterback, which won't happen. It would be Ryan and then Romo. <laughs> what if it's the top five guys are gone? If it's Breeze, Rogers, Brady, Newton, and Peyton Manning. If those five guys are gone, everybody else is out there for the fourth round. Who are your top two guys? Andrew Luck and Colin Kaepernick. 
I like Andrew Luck a lot. I, as much as I talk about Kaepernick and how I've got the fantasy man crush on him and how I was big on him last season, and trust me, I love this guy. I love this kid. I think he can rush for 700 yards, 800 yards, seven or eight touchdowns on the ground, throw for around 3,200, 3,500 yards, be a fantasy beast. I really think he's got that kind of sort of Cam Newton upside uh, when we're talking about statistics. But Andrew Luck is maybe, this, this could be, 2013 could be the first of many years where he is in the top five in fantasy points overall. Yeah, I think I think this Overall, is I think this is a break. This okay. is where you can start expecting forty-five to forty-eight hundred yards, and thirty-five this, to forty he touchdowns. He is this good as a rookie. Yeah. Okay, as a rookie, I mean, this kid threw for over forty-three hundred yards and scored twenty-eight touchdowns as a rookie. Okay, that one year of experience under his belt is invaluable. Invaluable. Learning defenses, learning how to audibleize. This kid is unreal. I can tell you this right now, Smith, and I can guarantee you right now to the to the listeners out there. In the next three years, Andrew Luck will end up being a top three fantasy quarterback in every rank list, every single one. Manning could be done by that point. Brady could be done by that point. Rodgers and Breeze will be getting up there. Andrew Luck is going to be a top three fantasy quarterback very, very soon. 888-XM Fantasy, 888-XM Fantasy. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano here in Series 210, XM87. Straight ahead, what about the other new guns who came in in the NFL draft this past weekend? Might they wind up being guys with fantasy value? We'll have that straight ahead right now. It's the Fantasy Fix. Is Eddie Lacy the next big thing in fantasy football or a bust? We've got all of the analysis you need on the NFL Fantasy Live Draft Recap Show with Jason Smith and Michael Fabiano on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Series 210 XM87, Jason Smith and Michael Fabiano from NFL Fantasy Live here at the NFL Network. Taking you through what we saw over the last few days and projecting forward, very special show that uh, we can take a look back at the NFL draft and a look ahead at what it means as we get into the offseason with OTAs as you see where rookies are going to wind up slotting themselves. And we're talking quarterbacks the last couple minutes. We're going to get to the Geno Smith, EJ Manuel, Matt Barkley in a second. But a couple of things we brought up. We talked about Andrew Luck being a huge breakout player this coming season. If you want to project forward for a guy, he may be this year's Matt Ryan, last year's Matt Stafford, but to the nth degree because of the talent he already has. And we talked about Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady. Has Tom Brady lost value with losing Wes Welker to Peyton Manning in Denver? 888XM Fantasy. Let's pick up Vinny in the Bronx. Vinny, what do you got? Hey, how you doing, guys? I'm a little upset at you guys. I'm a little upset. Uh-oh, what happened, Vinny? What do you want? What do you want to do? You want to put please? You want to put... Hey, listen, I'm going to do something that you guys won't do. Right now, Vinny from the Bronx. Andrew Luck is the best quarterback in the league. Never mind Peyton Manning. Never mind Drew Brees. Never mind Andrew. Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to do something. from the Bronx is going to say it. Andrew Luck is going to be the best quarterback in the league next year. So, so you're in the first or second round, and you're going to go after a quarterback, and every well, quarterback's available, you're going Luck. That's how you win leagues, my man. You should Woo. know that. That's how you That know. is That's bold. You He's win. telling you how to you win leagues. You've got to have the cojones. 
I'm well, gone. you got to have cojones and you got to have brains, too. That, that yeah, It's a mix of the two. Uh, well, now, if I, if I think Andrew Luck's a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers, no, I then you absolutely it. should do it. You absolutely, That's what I tell people all the time when they ask me for advice. Hey, you know what? I really like this guy better than the guy you have ranked ahead of him. Well, then it's your team. You should do what you think is right. And I'm not going to argue with you. I think Andrew Luck is going to be phenomenal yeah, this year and into the future. What's that? Everything. Yeah, Andrew Luck's going to be great. He might be better than you think it is. Then say it. Then say it. <laughs> anyway, I, he's, I don't think he's going to be better than Rodgers or Breeze. I don't yeah, think that. I would, I would love to. In the Kentucky Derby week, I would love to bet you. I swear. <laughs> I would love to bet you Kentucky Derby Hey, Vinny, are you a Yankees fan? I'm a big Yankees fan. You know There that. you go. That's my boy right there. How are we doing this All season? Right. I can't believe it. We're doing yeah, great. Joe Girardi, hands down, manager of the year. Hands so down. far, Jason Smith. It's been 20 games. Jason 20 Smith games. will argue, but. <laughs> it's been a good start for the Yankees. Listen, and I always kill Brian Cashman, but getting Hafner and Vernon Wells, so far so good, man. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Hey, All great right. show, guys, and it was great talking to you. Thanks you got, for calling in, my man. Fabs, do you have any uh, any uh, any horses any uh, for fantasy Kentucky Derby? You got, got any horses to recommend? Know, I don't have any idea about that stuff, Smith. You know it's a horse race, right? I know it's a horse race. Okay. I know. I listen, Smarty. <laughs> I'm just I, making I, sure. I, all right. I, I I almost cursed at you. <laughs> you did. Um, <laughs> listen, I I know that I just don't pay any attention to that kind of stuff. All right, that's okay. I know. Yeah, look, you, look, your 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 day is taken up with three things: fantasy football. Uh, the internet for Kate Upton and the Yankees at night. That's kind of what your day is. I don't, I don't limit it to is. Kate Upton. Oh, you're not limited to Kate Upton. Okay. No, I, I don't discriminate against beautiful women. I just happen to prefer Kate Upton over most. Oh, okay. All right. Very good. That that that's the day for Michael Fabian. You know All what right. I mean? You know, Kate sure. Beckinsale. I mean, there's there's a whole lot. Anyone of Anyone named out Kate? There. Uh, Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson's not bad. Kate she's Hudson. Not, she's okay. not my top five though. All right. She's All not right. my top five. All right. Kate Middleton. Kate, what was that, Dylan? Kate Middleton. No. Really? You know who no. Kate Middleton is? Yeah, I know who Kate Middleton okay. is. All right, very isn't good. She, isn't she pregnant now? Right? Yes, yeah, she is pregnant. See, yes, yeah, very you good. Didn't think I would have known that. You knew that, right? You, I'm, I'm Blake very Lively, surprised. There's another one, Blake Lively. Okay, all right, there you go. So, so Listen, that, but that's I your day. Not, I don't know much about pop culture because I just don't care. <laughs> and I admit that I didn't know who Adele was before the Grammys last year, but that's fine. But now you know. I like what I like. All right, that don't make like apologies what I like. for it. Adam Rank gets on me about that all the time, and hey, I like what I like. That's it. All right, let's go to uh, John in Lynchburg. You had a Manning-Brady question. Go ahead, John. Hey, uh, this is Josh in Lynchburg. Hey, about, oh, sorry, Josh. Yeah, what I was talking about is uh, definitely Peyton Manning over Tom Brady all day long. I, not just, you know, because of the Wes Welker thing, but, uh, you know, Peyton Manning. I, I had him last year, and he, he was just consistent. He, he was back where he was before he was hurt, if not better. And I, I just loved him. Uh, you know, I think he's uh, he's just going to be more consistent. And and with Wes Welker, I mean, you know, most quarterbacks they say, you know, oh, the quarterback makes him a better wide receiver. Well, Wes Welker, I think, made Tom Brady a better wide, or, you know, a better wow. quarterback. You know, he he's, he could grab balls and how far he went. You know, after receiving the balls is, is a big thing too. But hey, you know what? A, a big sleeper pick, I think, for last, the last round of the league. If, if anybody's looking for somebody to pick up, I think Danny, uh, old Danny Woodhead's going to be a sweet grab. Because now they don't have a lot of weapons on the team, and that guy he just keeps developing a little bit, a little bit every year. And I think, I think this year might be his his year. I think, uh, I think uh, the Patriots might be the double Danny duo. You know, <laughs> Danny Amendola. You know what though? Uh, Woodhead was actually in the top twenty-five among running backs last year. 
uh, in both standard and PPR leagues. He was right on the cusp. And, you know, Ryan Matthews is not the most durable guy in San no. Diego. And he also and not the most Woodhead, talented guy. And, and Matthews didn't play on third downs last season. He if, didn't play on first and second downs either, well, but I get yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> when a guy – and listen, I got, I, I, I got to take the flack because I liked Matthews and he made me look terrible. But when your player breaks more collarbones than scores touchdowns, you're going to be in a little bit of trouble. You, you got to the point middle of the season when I knew he's not going to score a touch. I have a better chance of scoring a touchdown than well, Ryan Matthews Well, let's not get does. crazy, Smith. Because he come off the – as soon as you got inside the 20, here comes Matthews off the field. I mean, Matt, it was – I mean, I, I can't draft him. I really – he's a guy that I just can't – I'm going to do an undraftable this year. And Who would you guys I just pick can't first? draft him at the all. The undraftables. What's that? The undraftables. Who would you guys pick first? Like, if I had the first round pick, very first pick, who, who would you guys uh, pick? I think Jason and I are going to disagree on this, but I'm going with Arian Foster. He didn't do anything – Last season, statistically, that makes me think that he isn't the first pick. And I know Adrian Peterson was great. And I gave Adrian Peterson all the credit in the world. No one, including me, thought that he was going to come out and do what he did coming off of major knee reconstruction in less than a year. The man is, is, is hes a cyborg. He's made out of adamantium. He's unbelievable. But I still contend that Arian Foster, who had his best fantasy season last year based on points, that's mm-hmm. true, has been better from a fantasy perspective over the last three years combined than Adrian Peterson. And Arian Foster has a better chance at duplicating the numbers he had last year, again in 2013, than Adrian Peterson does. Not taking anything away from AD. He's awesome. If I have the second pick and I get him, I'll be dancing in the streets, okay? But I think Foster's the better player. And also throw this out there, too, if you're trying to split hairs. You talk about FBA fantasy points allowed. Arian Foster's schedule this season, this coming season, is the second easiest of yep. all running backs in the game. He's got the second easiest schedule. Adrian Peterson has the second hardest schedule of all the top running backs in the game. So if you're looking for a way to push one way or the other, that's going to push me towards let, Arian Foster. Number one, he's, he gets to play the AFC South teams twice, and they all stink against the run. Sure. I mean, uh, they're all bad against the run. Um, he's also playing against the Chiefs. Okay, not a good run defense. He's playing against the Raiders, not a good run defense. He's playing against the Cardinals. They were awful against the run last year. He's playing against the Ravens. The Ravens are now a name. They weren't good against the run last year. Okay, he's got to play the 49ers on the road. That's going to be a tough game. But the fact of the matter is that Arian has a lot of good opponents. Six of his games are against teams that gave up 20 or more fantasy points to running backs last year. Six. Okay, he plays 10 against teams that gave up 17 or more fantasy points to running backs last year. Now, again, Adrian Peterson is sort of matchup proof, but I think that's one of those things where, well, that's a deciding factor. They're both on the same level. Who's been more consistent over the last three years? That's been Arian Foster. Who's got the easier schedule? That's Arian Foster. That's why I go Arian Foster. 888-XM-FANTASY, Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano from NFL Fantasy Live here at the NFL Network as we answer all your questions coming off the draft and beyond. And, you know, I promise we talk little quarterbacks here, Fabs. You know, we talk Brady, we talk Manning, we're, we're talking a little bit of Andrew Luck. We saw the three main three quarterbacks get drafted over the past few days. We saw E.J. Manuel go in the first round mm-hmm. of the Bills. We saw Geno Smith in the second round of the Jets. And we saw Matt Barkley go later on in the fourth round of the Philadelphia Eagles. These are the three guys we spent the most time talking about this year. You look at these guys. Who has the most value going into 2013 right now? Obviously, you have to take into account if these guys wind up starting this year. It looks like Manuel's a first-round pick. You're asking me this question because you know Gino I'm going to say Geno Smith. And I know, because you, you have to say Geno Smith. Because you have to say Geno Smith. Everybody out there, you wonder why everyone here hates the Jets. 
It's a legitimate question. We're talking about the draft and I players said that were taken. in the show, it's Geno Smith. Again, it all depends on what they do with Sanchez. It all depends on what they do. And, and honestly, outside of maybe the Jets' defense, how many draftable components are there in New York? Chris Ivory? Santonio Holmes will get drafted. Stephen Hill, could be, Stephen oh, Hill could be worth God, a flyer Hill. pick. Blech. Who's your tight end right now? Jeff, Jeff Cumberland. Cumberland. Right? No, I'll tell you he's going to get drafted. Chris Ivory will get drafted. He'll be the first guy drafted, maybe third There's or fourth no round. There's no doubt about it. He'll, be, he'll go. Yep. Mike Goodson will get drafted late, maybe eighth, ninth, tenth Especially round. Especially in a PPR league. Geno Smith will get drafted if he winds up being the starting quarterback as a low two with upside because just in case he turns out to be a star, no one wants to miss out on that guy. Yeah, I, you know, and the Jets defense will get drafted. I don't even know, I don't even know if he gets drafted. And, and today I posted my top ten fantasy rookies on NFL.com. We did a photo essay with that, and... You know, I have Geno ninth, and I have EJ Manuel tenth, and I'm not even sure either one of those guys should be drafted in a ten-team league. It depends on the situation. Are they going to be expected to start? Even if they are expected to start, the quarterback position is so deep. Would you draft Geno or EJ? Okay, assuming they're the mm-hmm. starters for their respective teams, over Joe Flacco. Would I draft? Well, you know what? Because I'm drafting as my second quarterback, I would probably if they're starting. I would take Don't one of them over Homer Flacco. Smith. No, no, no. I would take one of those. I'd say Emmanuel, too. I would take one of those guys over Flacco because my I, starting quarterback is going to be a stud. I would not. So, and I would never he'd play Phil those guys Rivers? unless they have to. Matt Schaub? I, st- yeah, I still draft those two guys over Emmanuel and, and Gino. I would I would still draft Phillip Rivers. Matt Schaub? Oh, I'm kind of back and forth on Matt Schaub. But these are all, these are all your back. The, the thing is, I'm going to have such a good player as my top quarterback because you can go 10-11 deep before you wind up saying, You're going to draft a right, quarterback going in off the first the three rounds, aren't you? You know, we're going to be doing our, our draft kit's going to be available uh, starting the first week of June. And we're going to be doing a mock draft here at some point in the next month. You're going to take a quarterback in the first three rounds, aren't you? Oh, I, I will take a quarterback in the first three rounds, yes. I hope you do. I, I hope will. you take three. I'll take. That's what I'll do, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll load up <laughs> the three. What, didn't the Cowboys do that when they had Aikman right then to take Aikman and Steve Walsh in the same draft? Stop talking about didn't the Cowboys, man. They just... <laughs> Travis Frederick. You hey, better pan out. Hey, look. You, you look, better pan out, man. Look. Why didn't they just take the safety... <laughs> That the Niners took, and the Niners traded up, and I, I can't even talk about it. It makes me so mad. It, it, Thank XM God my Fantasy. Yankees are playing good. I was just going to say that. If the Yankees weren't playing good, you'd be insufferable. I know. But they're playing well, so yeah, congratulations. Better than the Mets. That's a good thing. Oh, see, why do you got to bring the Mets up? We, we're, well, we don't, because we I have a horrible outfield. a whole lot of the last two hours talking bullpen. about the Jets. <laughs> 888-XM-FANTASY or at SiriusXM-FANTASY. Want to get your last-minute questions in? Where's Harrison, by the way? He's got to be chasing about three or four girls down through Times Square right now. I mean, what if you found out you found out Elliot Harrison was dating Kate Upton? Would you be, would you be excited be or would so you be jealous. mad? I'd be so jealous. Yeah, you'd be mad. It's just like Mike the Miz, the wrestler who's <laughs> getting married to Maurice. <laughs> God bless him. I'm so jealous. Just so jealous. We'll put a bow on the final questions you have about the NFL draft and what rookies you can target coming up, whether you're drafting Dynasty League or getting set for your draft later on this summer. That's next here on Series 210 XM87. Is Eddie Lacy the next big thing in fantasy football or a bust? We've got all of the analysis you need on the NFL Fantasy Live Draft Recap Show with Jason Smith and Michael Fabiano on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Here now to give Lacey up the middle, big hole. He's going to go to the 5 4 3 2 1. Touchdown, Alabama! 20 yards behind Jones and Fluker. What a play! Touchdown, Alabama! 
Boy, you hear every every touchdown highlight you've heard about Alabama over the last few days is everybody's been taken in the first or second round of the draft. <laughs> you know, every, every name you hear, there's like seven names. There's a round corner, gets a they block from what, Fluker. Oh, there he Fluker. They had, what, three in a row go? Yeah. Three Alabama players going in a row? Yeah, that's nice. It's, it's, Not bad. It's, it's kind of like the Miami uh, Hurricanes used to be. Yeah, and said, and said this year when they had nobody in the first three rounds. <laughs> Yeah, All right, now that's yeah. a, that's a good question right there, Fabs. We we spent some time today talking about the rookies with big impact uh, coming off the NFL draft. We talk about Geno Smith and, and EJ Manuel, who at the best right now are are low end number twos with upside. If you don't want to miss out on what could be the next big thing, and there's gonna be people mm-hmm. in their drafts that say, "Look, just in case he's great, I want to get him as my backup. I'm not going to play. I'm going to play Peyton Manning or Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. but I want to get these guys." But running backs, wide receivers. You talk about the top three rookies. Mm-hmm. Who do you have on your list right now? Give me your top three guys. Uh, quarterback, wide receiver, all, tight end. All running backs, and uh, as I said at the beginning of the show, um, Le'Veon Bell, number one, okay, but that could change because I think Monty Ball could move ahead of him if Willis McGahee is released, which is a, a very distinct possibility. And number three, Eddie Lacy. And Eddie Lacy could drop too. We'll see. Uh, I mean, we're in April right now, but uh, at this point, Bell has the best opportunity, okay? Uh, Ball could have a better opportunity, if things happen in Denver that we expect to happen, personnel-wise, player-wise. Uh, but for right now, I think, I think that kid is, is a very good fit for Haley's offense. He's not explosive. He's not dynamic. Um, but I think he can get the job done, and he'll do what the Steelers need him to do. And he doesn't have a lot of competition there. Jonathan Dwyer, Isaac Redmond, they're, they're third-down guys. They're not featured backs. See, I like Ball. I like his upside, especially depending on what happens we talked about right. with, uh, with uh, Willis McGahee. If that happens, Ball's yeah. my guy. And right. Bell, I'm not a side. I mean, I, I don't know if Bell's going to turn into a, another version of Ron Dane. I don't know if he's fast enough. But I really have I've put Tavon Austin in my top three. I mean, this is a guy that you know is going to get the football. There's not a lot of wide receivers you can mm-hmm. be confident on. There's a big difference between Tavon Austin and all the other guys and the Robert Woods of the world and people we've talked about. i got to have Austin in my top three just because I know right away he's going to be Sam yeah, Bradford's number one fourth. guy. I have him fourth. It's just the thing is that if you're looking at where guys are going to go in a draft, those three rookie running backs are going to go ahead of Tavon Austin. Uh, Austin, to me, is a guy you draft maybe as a four or maybe a five, depending on the size of your league. Lacey, Bell, and Ball all have number two potential at their position. Number two, and, and number, which guy do you think has the most upside for this season? For this season, right now? If, if, if Ball is the guy in Denver and Bell becomes Ball, the guy in Pittsburgh. Then it's Ball. If, so if everything's equal, gone, it's Ball. It's Ball. If what? McGahee sticks... That worries me a little bit about him. All right. Series 210XM87. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano from NFL Network and NFL Fantasy Live. Keep it locked right here for all your fantasy needs. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.